This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey guys, this is Dr. Vic. And before we get into today's episode, I wanted to share with you my new book that has just been released on Amazon called Decoding the Matrix. This book is all about understanding the conditioning of how life shapes our mind and shapes our subconscious that may put limits on us to achieve the life we desire, to understand and actualize our potential, and the impact that's going to make on a soul level, but more importantly, accelerate your spiritual awakening. This book is something I wish I had years and years ago, and it has been the reviews that are coming in has just been absolutely amazing. People sharing how this gives them the insight of living a more fulfilled life, how to really level up, how they can live a limitless life, how they can create their own create the impossible, and so much more. You can get access to the book by just checking out the show notes, click on the link there, and you can go ahead and get the book today. And then do me a favor once it you have read it, and once you have gone through with it, please share a review on Amazon if you liked it. It helps get the book and the message out there. Now let's get back to our show. What up, guys? It's Dr. Vic, and you're listening to another episode here on The Mindful Experiment. Each week, I'm coming to you, bringing you something to elevate your mind, elevate your consciousness levels so that you can remember the greatness of who you are, that you can really understand how you have infinite potential, 
infinite possibilities of for you to achieve. And all you have to do is just choose. Simple as that. In this episode, I want to talk, we're going to be talking and bringing up our series when it comes to decoding the matrix. That's right. We're bringing it to you guys. So each each week, I'll be bringing up a chapter and just diving a little bit deeper into the book, the concepts of the book, and so much more. And I actually have it right here. Wonderful book here, Decoding the Matrix. So we're going to dive right in. I'm really going to pull a chapter out of here, guys, and we're really going to look at just discussing you know, the first chapter and going in, what is it all about, and so forth. So in the first chapter, I titled it, What is the Matrix? You know, it's really understanding the concept of the matrix. We've heard of this before. My journey, my upbringing from breaking through, understanding, you know, studying different religions, going into spirituality, understanding the universe, universal laws, what's the soul, all these different things. I heard throughout the journey of like, we got to break out of the matrix, right? You got to break out of the matrix. And I was always like, Okay, I, I could kind of get it. I, I saw the Matrix. You know, I saw the second one. Okay, I, I have a gist of maybe what you're talking about, and I could see the the analogy. You know, the machines and the the fake world and what we think is real, but it's not. And you know, understanding how that is in our lives. You know, our brain just picks up on you know electrical signals, mental impulses, and we kind of think that's reality, right? And so I was like, okay, I could see that. But it took me years to really grasp and understand what truly is the matrix. And what I share in the book is that to under you have to understand this aspect of the matrix is not good and it's not bad, right? There's, there's, there's no plus or minus to it. You can't get rid of it. The matrix will always exist, okay? And it's not just here on earth for humanity, for humans. Um, animals have it. They have their own matrix. Um, the planet has their own matrix. Our solar system has its own matrix. The galaxy has its own matrix. The universe has its own matrix. So you get the point here. So each, there's layers to the matrix. And we'll talk about that a little later. But when we look at what the matrix truly is, it is the collective human consciousness. Now, what does that mean? I want you to think that if you took the average of everyone's, if every, we understand that everything is a vibration and a frequency, there's an energy to it. And so if we took the, the most pressing thoughts of every single human being, the, the emotions that they mostly favor go towards or they, they create or allow to experience, and you know, the words and the stories they tell themselves, if you, if you take the average of all that, that's where we are. That's humanity. That's the average of all of us. Okay. Now, now you may say, okay, that's great, cool. What does that mean? Why is that important to know? Well, the reason why it's important to know is that because when you understand that the matrix is the average of all individuals, there are things and aspects that you are either vibing with the matrix, you're under the matrix, or you're above it. And the key purpose of the book is to help you awaken more, to raise your consciousness, to become more aware, to raise a, your frequency above the matrix. That is the main purpose of the whole entire book. So it's understanding these principles. Now, again, the matrix is not just made up of the human collective, though. As I was sharing, I was going above, right? I was talking about the earth and solar system and so forth. Those are other matrices, right? And animals have their own matrices. But within the human collective consciousness, there actually are sub-matrices that exist underneath, right? And you could take it from the world itself, humanity itself. You could break it down into continents. Then you can break it down into countries, states. You can get down into cities, 
towns. And then you could break that down into the family structures, the friend structures, and then it gets all the way down to the most micro level, which is you, which is me. So that's the whole hierarchy to the matrix and all the levels that play a role that all give to the matrix and give that that level of where are we at. And so that's the essence of really what the matrix is all about. And in the book, you know, there's things I share in here. Uh, let me pull up a couple things here because there's a couple things I wanted to talk about. But like, you know, understanding, you know, I share right off the quote. I love this quote. It says, what is real? How do you define real? If you're talking about what you can feel, what you can smell, what you can taste and see, then real is simply electrical signals interpreted by your brain. Morpheus. You know, I thought that was a great quote to start the book off. Um, but, you know, it's, 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 I talk about that concept, but, you know, and I shared something about energy. I shared something in the book that I thought was important for the listeners to understand because sometimes people hear frequency and energy and vibration and people talk about it, but it's like, Okay, what is that? How, what does that mean? How does that work? You know, you're, you know, what's energy? Like, what does that really make? What is it made up of? Or X, Y, Z. And I, I talk, I share a story that when I was in chiropractic school, um, I was venturing off into energy medicine. So I was learning to become a chiropractor. Like that was enough already. And I went out to learn how to become an energy practitioner. So I was studying energy medicine techniques, modalities. Um, how does energy work? How do we influence energy? Why does Reiki work? Why does moving energy around work? And I studied a lot of different techniques, probably about 10 to 12 on, uh, roughly. And it was interesting because I got to a certain point where I was just like, cool. So I would, I can work on people. And at the time, what I was trying to learn is more the aspect of chiropractic because there was a, there was an energy aspect to it, a metaphysical aspect that we weren't being taught in school. And I wanted to learn that. That was very important to me. But what I started to do was I started to learn how to move or adjust without touching the body. It was kind of cool. Um, and I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. And I started working on moving energy around. Or I can start to uh, – my. I learned that my eyes actually are the ones that tell me like I won't understand. So like I can – I'll see something and I, I could just feel. Uh, so once I see, then I feel. And I'm like, yeah, that energy is low there. I have no idea what that means. Um but I can ask questions to find out. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, I had a shoulder issue. I had an old injury here. It's been bugging me lately. Or man, I have a knee issue. How'd you know? Or well, my digestive's been off lately. Guys, I don't that's the thing, I don't understand. I just know how to pick it out, right? But what I used to do, um, because in chiropractic school, that wasn't really well. There's people who are like, oh, wait, if you're gonna be an energy, go do energy, you know, and all this inner battle stuff going on. And there came a point where I remember I was going to speak, and it was about a hundred people, eighty to hundred people in the room. And I was sharing the power of energy and actually more, more importantly, the influence of words and what we choose and how it plays a role on our body. So in the book, I share this and I think it's critical to dive deeper into this. But this was a technique called um, we, we were we were going to learn it in school. It was called applied kinesiology. Um, it's known as muscle testing. Um, the, people use muscle testing for everything nowadays or a, a variety of things. Uh, but one of the things I wanted to do is show how. Uh, when it comes to muscle testing, that the word, the word love, the, the energy of love is so powerful and what it can do for us and how words actually play a role on our bodies and on our health and on our mind and so much more. So what I did was is I would be in a room, again, like I said, 80 to 100 people, and I would, I would program. So get a volunteer. Get someone who volunteers. They come up. I'll say, have we talked about anything about what I'm going to do today? No. I wanted the crowd to know that there was nothing planned here. 
Then I have two people or a person or two go ahead and take the person out of the room. And we used to have like little windows in the door so you can see in. We would have them go down the hallway where they couldn't see the room at all. They couldn't hear us. They couldn't do anything. So I said, make sure they're far away where they can't hear anything. Then what I would do is I would talk to the crowd and say, okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to put the finger number one up. I want you guys to see this person as someone, when they're up here, I want you to see them as someone that you love, someone that you appreciate, someone that means the most dearest to you, okay? I want you to really feel that. Just don't think it, okay? We go with that. They're like, yep, got it. So one, love. Two, I want you to see this person as someone you hate, disgusted by. It could be someone you know, someone you don't know. It could be, think of the devil, whatever you want to think. But I want you to use the word hate, someone you have disgust with, and so forth. We go with that. So one is love. Two is hate. Beautiful. Now, the third one, um, you guys understand energy already, but I want to take this a little further. I want to show you how the power of love is and why we, you know, love is so powerful in so many ways. So not only one am I trying to show how energy works, how it influences our body and so forth, but now I want to show the power of love. And so the th- I'm going to say I'm going to put up the number three. And when you see me put up the number three, that means that I want everyone in the room to repeat number two, which means hate, disgust, the person you need to discuss. I pointed at a person right in the front row and I said, you, I want you to see this again as like the most person that you love and adore the most. Your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, if you have kids, if you have a husband, whatever it may be, just love, love, love on it. Okay? Like this is the last time you're going to see them. You go with me? She's like, wow, you're getting deep here. I was like, well, we got we to gotta make this happen. So, so long story short, bring, I go out there, so go ahead and bring them back. They come on in. And so here's what happens. We do number one. I bring the arm out, so I bring it off to the side, okay, so it's called abduction, that's the way I like to do it, you can also do it in the front of the body, but I like doing it from the side, um, I take my two fingers, I'm going to put it on the top of the wrist, this ain't a strength test, I'm not trying to over strength them, it's literally just a light pressure on the wrist to activate the muscle, and what I'm really paying attention to is the strength of the muscle in the sense of is it, hold, is it able to hold and meet where my pressure is, usually if they can, I'll feel like a wall and I can't go further. Uh, and I'm again, I'm not trying to push harder. I'm just trying to meet it and they can meet me there. Then the other aspect is if they can't meet me there, what will happen is I can feel like it's bottom. Like there's a bottom to it. Like they're trying to fight, but it's just not there. And if I just give a little more pressure, it goes. So that, that means that's a negative or, or, or there's there, it, it's weak and the other ones it's strong. So we go ahead. Everybody ready? I'm like, yep. Okay, cool. Number one, here we go. So everybody got it. You guys locked in. Got that that person in mind? Got that got that set up? I didn't say mind. Um, like everything good? They're like, yep, cool. Go ahead and pressure, and I I crank on them. I didn't use my two fingers. I used all four of my hand pretty much, and I just pushed down as hard as I could. Arm locked out, did not move at all. Okay, so I was like, wow, that was a strength. Did you know? I, I look at the person. You know how hard I was pushing? He goes, yeah, you were laying it on me. Uh, I was like, you'd be able to hold it, right? Cool. All right, everybody. Number two. Everybody good? Ready? Got it? Awesome. All right, let's go ahead and do this again. Now I took my two fingers. I lightly press, I meet the muscle, a little weak, I go ahead and press a little more, arm just gives, I'm able to put his arm totally down. They laugh. <laughs> it's always interesting because the person I'm testing will laugh. The reason why they laugh is because they can tell there was a difference between one and two. They can tell that there was some sort of, uh, they couldn't fire the muscle no matter how hard they tried. And then I'd be like, okay, was that pretty cool? And everyone's like, wow, that's, they're like, holy cow, that's interesting. Then I do the number three. And number three, I look at the person. I didn't point at her, but I would look at her and be like, just to give that that signal through my eyes saying, let's do this. And so I go ahead. I start to press. There's a shake. It's not fully weak, but it's not fully strong. There's a shake to it. 
And as I keep testing, I start to press a little more, all of a sudden the strength starts to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And what ends up happening is the arm locks out. Now I'll say, great. And I'll say, how was number three compared to number one? He goes, number three was a little harder, but I it didn't feel like it was not, it wasn't number two at all. And it was one of those things where it just took a little bit of time. And then all of a sudden I started to feel like I was getting my strength. And everyone was like, wow, that, now the crowd knows what's going on. The person I'm working on has no clue. So I tell them, number one, everyone in this room saw you as someone that they love. It was They had to use an image of someone in their mind, as someone they love and appreciate and so forth. Notice how strong the muscle was. Number two was they had to see you as someone they hate. Could have been Hitler, could have been whoever. Whoever they hate. Could have been in their life, not in their life, but it was someone they, dis, dis, they were disgusted by. So they all saw you that way. Sorry. And number three... We had everyone in the room do the same thing as number two, but that person right there saw you as someone who they loved, an image of them, mom, dad, sister, brother, whatever it may be, but it was something that they had put a lot of emotion to. And then he's the person sitting next to me is just like in shock. They can't believe it. And so I'm like, this is the power. Uh, now here comes the teaching moment because now it becomes now, okay, what are words are we using for our life that's influencing our cellular function? Right, Because you think about our water, we have so much water in our body. And how do we influence? Now, why am I bringing up water? In the book, I talk about the hidden messages of water from uh, Dr. Uh, Masuro Imoto, who shares how we can affect the molecular structure of water based on the words we choose. So you can say love to water, and it's going to show the beauty of love with crystallization in the water when they froze it and so forth. Where if we said hate, we're going to see it not be so well organized, not beautiful, and so forth. So I brought that up in the conversation and then I share that in the book but I also talk about how now imagine what are the words and the thoughts and the things that we're using in our life how is it influencing us in our own water structure how's it influencing others because we have influence on others also and so you start to see I'm what I'm trying to grate the brown here is more about what really energy is and how it plays a role and it plays a role in every aspect of your life because water right love has a vibration to it that's why it changes the molecular structure. And so there's been more studies on this. I didn't bring them up in the book. I don't think I did at least. Um, it's been a while since I've wrote it. But it was one other study that was out there. They did a study on plants. And all they did was they said they shared the same amount of water and everything to plants. There was these two plants. And what they did is one, pre one group of people would go up and they would say, I love you. I appreciate you and so much more. And then the other one, they said, I hate you. I wish you would die or blah, 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 despicable. And so after about four or five days, about almost a week, they would look at the plants later. And again, they all had the same nutrition, same soil, same everything. So it was nothing. Everything was constant. It was just that verbiage. The, the plant that was getting all the love looked stronger, greener, healthier, and was growing. The one on the right was starting to wilt and starting to shrink. So the power of this aspect, this energy, this vibration, it's just to break that down so you can understand what truly is the matrix. So when we average all that out of all of humanity, that creates an average and that average determines majority of our world experiences, how we're evolving or devolving. In the book, and I've shared this many times in other books, the book Power Versus Force by David Hawkins he goes through this in depth and talks about, are we supporting life or not supporting life? He did this research for about 30 years, muscle testing, understanding consciousness levels from music to words to religions to countries to you name it. 
And he says, we've been under 200 for quite some time, and that is not supporting life. And I share examples in the book of what does that look like and how we know that because wherever we are vibing at, the physical world is going to respond and we're going to see that. So if we support life, we're going to see more life being evolved and growing and so forth. If we're not supporting life from a vibrational standpoint, what ends up happening is we're weakening. We're going to see more diseases and illnesses and endangered species and species being extinct and um you know forest is shrinking just shrinking out of nowhere um in all these different factors because we're not as a human human humanity is not supporting life and when our vibration doesn't support life we will not see that and life for your own self if we're not vibrating as our own self to support life we will see other things happen in our life maybe not achieving our dreams maybe have health issues maybe have xyz but it because we're not supporting our own life that's the kind of concept of where we are and so that's pretty much that's the first chapter in a, nut, nut, uh, a nutshell. And so it's one of those concepts that I, I really, really recommend checking out the book. The reviews have been coming in slowly but surely, and they've all been five-star amazing reviews. I had somebody reach out to me on Instagram talking about, um, you know, they, they, they thought they had no, you know, they were, top, they were learning about the powers of bee of the world, and they felt powerless, which I know that feeling. I used to be there uh, when I first learned this stuff. And then they're like, oh, my God, but I knew you were going to write a book about this. And I feel like there's a way that I can actually be empowered in some way. And so that's the essence of this book and what it's going to help you with. So, But understanding that you play a role in the matrix in so many different ways. Remember, the most smallest essence of the matrix, that submatrix, is you. right? And the largest is humanity overall. And there's so much that goes on in between. So the book's going to walk you through that. And we're going to talk more about that next week. So every week I'm going to be coming out with a chapter kind of going through the book, kind of talking a little bit about what, what the chapter was, why did I want to share that. So you get more of my background aspect to each chapter and why I felt like that was really important. Now, don't get me wrong, guys. There's so much more I could share in this book. There was so much more I could have gone deeper. Every book I read, I always feel that way. But it's, it's to a point of where is enough to kind of plant so many seeds to where it's like, this is good for now. Let's just let this, let this, uh, let this, I want to say fertilize, but let it, uh, uh, let this bake. In other words, as my shaman would say, in that way, you can let it cultivate, let it grow, let it to, you know, harvest those, you know, let that seed grow and start to see the bigger picture over time. So anyway, I digress. Um, but I appreciate you guys. Check out the book. It's on Amazon. You can get it on Audible now. You can get it on Kindle. You can get the paperback. Uh, it's lo- it's also available on Barnes and Noble. And I am connected with specific libraries. I don't know which libraries specifically. Unfortunately, I don't get access to that information. Uh, but there is a database I get put into. And so sometimes you can get the book off in the library if it's available in one. You can probably pull it uh, and they, and, uh, and so forth. So that's where it's available at for right now. Go check it out. If you've already have the book, you've read it please do me a favor, share a review. This helps get the word out there. It helps expand the book. We've had a lot of success in the first month. Um, I took a lot of pride being a self-published author. Um, I was in the top 20 in a couple categories. Uh, very, very excited about that. It changes every day. So, uh, and I, I'm like, man, I should have checked this out when I first launched. So who knows where I was. Um, but for now, you know, we, we have some great traction, some great growth with the book. And uh, this is only the beginning. We're looking to really expand this out uh, to get this out there because where we are in humanity and a society, I really believe this is why I wrote the book at the time that I did. It's it's a need. It's not out of a want. And I really believe this information can change people's lives. So um, get the book if you haven't. Appreciate you. And as always, if this is you're listening to the podcast for the first time, please subscribe. 
we are launching podcast on and off. Uh, this week we're going to be sharing three because uh, I actually didn't get a chance to get one out last week. Um, so just be subscribed. You'll never miss an episode. We're, we're pumping at least two out a week. And uh, for those who've been listening, please do me a favor. Share a review on Apple. They've been removing my reviews. We used to have over 500 five-star reviews. Um, we're down to like 150. I have no idea why that is. But uh, your support, if you enjoy it, take a moment. Just say great podcast, five star if you can, if you enjoyed it. Um, It really does help get the reach out for the podcast. As always, appreciate you, and I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us, so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.